Hello Internet, my name's Jonathan Cook. And I'm Matt Noble. And this week's episode of Screen Verdict, we're going to be reviewing Breaking Bad Season 5. five. Point A, five and a half. It's undefined. Mm. But the first eight episodes of Season 5 of Breaking Bad is what we're going to be talking about today. Yes. What they've done is they've got the first eight episodes and they've done the second eight episodes and they're airing them a year apart in different Emmy seasons. So yeah, you Breaking Bad fans will have to be waiting uh, some time for the next lot. How long was Season 1? Seven or eight episodes. How is this not just two seasons? I feel like if I'd been told that there was going to be two more seasons, season five and season six, but they were going to be shorter, I wouldn't have fussed too much. I'd just be like, okay, yeah, I got to watch season five and I enjoyed that, and then I'll enjoy it next season. But when they tell you it's one episode split in half and you have to wait six months for it, you're like, oh, man, I'm getting screwed. How can I wait for the rest of this season? That's so unfair. Yeah. No, I don't get this at all. Like, you know, the last couple of seasons of Lost, they did shorter episode runs and... Yeah, and I'm behind anything that means there's less loss. (laughs) Most of all, not watching it. Yeah. (laughs) So this podcast is for people that have seen those eight episodes. We're going to be discussing spoilers, what happens in the episodes that have just come out. Or are never going to see those eight episodes. If you just don't care. Some people might find us talking about Breaking Bad more entertaining than Breaking Bad. If you do like Breaking Bad, but you're not quite up to date... Check our first Breaking Bad podcast where yeah. we do a season-by-season season review mm. so you can listen to it up until whatever season you're up to. Mm. So that's pretty exciting. So let's get into this season. Mm. Let's pick up where we left off in yes. season four. Mm. Waltz has killed Gus. He's yeah. taken out sort of the the head of the... Uh, Drug business? Yeah, the structure that was in place. Mm. He thought Gus was going to kill him and... Not, not completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> And so now we're wondering whether will Walt just walk away? Will he try and take over? What's what's going to be the system that's put in place? Yeah, because he sort of cut the head off the snake, but the snake's still a snake. Um, maybe not the best metaphor. <laughs> Snakes still need a head yeah. to make money <laughs> in the drug business. Yes. And I guess the first issue is avoiding going to jail. They need to stay safe than initially, before they can set up the drug. Yes, because it, it's been found out that Gus was the head of this drug thing. The police know that when he turns up dead in the retirement home explosion. They find the drug lab, which Walt and uh, which Walt had burnt down uh, mm. at the end of last season to get rid of any fingerprints and things. Uh, they've found um, some of the people that were involved in the operation. So the police are closing in a bit on this case, Um so I guess the number one concern is making sure there's no trace of Walt or Jesse. But there is a trace. Oh, no. Because Gus had a laptop. Yeah. And on it was footage of the, the drug lab. Oh, and my. this has been seized by the police. So first episode is about Walt, Jesse, and Mike, who's still around, Yeah. trying to come up with a plan to yeah. get this laptop. Mm. Yes. Something that I've noticed in Breaking Bad, more so in the first season or two, is that Walter White's a bit of a MacGyver. Yeah. I liked how there were scenarios that kept coming up where he'd have to use his chemistry knowledge in order to solve the situation, mm. and he's always making little things, mixing things. I, quite, I kind of enjoyed that. I think it would have been a bit silly if they ran it forever. Yeah. But you expect in a situation like this, he's going to come up with something like that. 
to maybe tie a lot of poles together with a hook on the end and like slip it through the uh, police station window and sort of like <laughs> hook the computer up and like pull it out. That might be a little bit more uh, Seinfeld, the, <laughs> the marble rye on the. <laughs> but this time it's Jesse who comes through with the idea of magnets. Magnets, bitches. I heard you quote that episode before I actually saw it. Mm. And I I think the way you said it, or the line you used, wasn't actually correct, but it was <laughs> I preferred it. I was actually waiting for that line uh, to like almost like join in. And I was like, oh, Matt got the line wrong. But I kind of preferred the way Matt said it. Yeah, well, they still need writers for the second half of season five. Give me a buzz. <laughs> yeah. So did you like this magnet scheme? Was this a good way to kick off the season? I loved it. They had to get a giant magnet to and drive it alongside the police station to uh, <laughs> wipe all the computers. Oh, that was awesome. Um, again, a bit a bit out of uh, the... It's not first of Breaking Bad, a bit out of the Looney Tunes playbook. The, <laughs> the Wiley Coyote manual of uh, how to solve problems. And then there's the awesome scene where they go to the police station and, like, the magnet's so strong and stuff, like, the car tips over and they yeah. like, run out of the car and, like, leave it behind and stuff. It was very exciting and tense and just that great Breaking Bad plan that almost goes horribly wrong that they just get out of it in the nick of time. Yeah, I really liked this episode. I thought it was really entertaining. It sort of reminded me a bit of the pilot episode. Yeah. So I think that worked really well. So after this, the plan has worked. They've yeah. killed the laptop. So now they have the choice that they could just walk away. Hmm. But that's not what Walter White wants to do. No. He wants to take the sort of system that's been put in place by Gus hmm. and run it themselves. So they're the heads. They, they're they not just working for a fee. They take the owner's cut. They're the shareholders in this drug corporation. Bit of a Game of Thrones move. I've killed the guys running the thing. Now I get the throne. I get to run the things. And I feel like... Walter White's a more popular king than uh, than Joffrey, at least from the fans' yeah, perspective. Yes. So Walt and Jesse are good at the cooking side of things, but they need distribution. Mm. They need Mike. They need to get Mike on board in order for this to succeed. Yeah. Mike's not the biggest fans of Walt and Jesse. No, he liked the system that was in place. He yeah. thought Gus kept it low-key, paid him well. There was no fuss. Everything was... He, I think he was pretty happy with the, the yeah. deal he had. And Mike doesn't seem too keen at first, but Mike's placed in a position where he needs money because there are nine guys, there are his guys that are in prison. Yes. Uh, that were, were working for him and Gus. Now, they've kept quiet till now because they're getting paid quite mm. well. Their families are getting this money for them to keep quiet. Mm. No, that's not legal. <laughs> <laughs> not everything Mike does yeah. on the show is yeah. necessarily legal. Just one little else is, no, you can't do that. <laughs> Like, we're not endorsing this behaviour. But Hank's been on the case for a while. He, he sniffed out Gus, and he's on yeah. to, to Mike. He is. And the corporation Madrigal, mm. uh, he's, he's caught on to them as well. Yeah. And he has realised that these people are getting paid. Yeah. That gets frozen. Mm. So Mike needs to be able to pay these guys to look after them, because they're his guys. Because mm. Mike seems quite like a loyal guy yeah. as well. Yeah. But also for his own safety. Yes. So he decides to join the gang. Yes. Did you want Mike to be in? Do you like Mike as a part of the gang? I do. I think it's a good team. Mike, Walt, and Jesse, they're quite different personalities. I find them all likable characters in their own way. 
obviously a bit of conflicts between them, which could make things interesting. But yeah, I like them as a team. I thought it was a good, 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 a good A team. And then I guess you add Saul Goodman in as to make it sort of a group of four. I really like Mike. I think he's an entertaining character. With he's got some quite sharp one-liners. He's a hard guy. He's pretty rough. He gets the job done. I like how he stands up to Walt. He's not afraid of Walt. He doesn't think Walt's going to outsmart him or anything like that. Yeah. And I like the fact that he's sort of developed a relationship with Jesse. Yeah. Because initially Jesse was just sort of being used sort of as a pawn by Gus in in their game. Mm. And Walt, I guess, has been kind to Jesse, but is using him Mm. in a way as well. So I like that he's sort of formed a bit of a, a bond there. Yes. No, I agree. So you mentioned Saul Goodman. Yeah. He joins the team and he has a bit of a, a good idea in order to help them make this meth. Yes. Because they can't just be getting in RVs and driving out into the desert again. Yeah. This is high risk. And they've lost the lab. Obviously, the lab's been found and burnt down. They need yeah. somewhere to cook meth. Mm. So Saul comes up with the idea of working with pest inspectors, mm. these bug bombers. Yeah. That they go to a house... Family leaves the house, tent gets thrown over the house, and they just go inside because they'll have the keys and they can cook meth inside the houses. And if anyone complains of any smell, it's it's from the bug bombing. Yeah. Pretty clever idea. Yeah. It wasn't Saul's idea, that one, though, was it? You had Saul take them to a whole lot of different businesses to make the meth stuff. One of the places he takes them, they make wraps. They make, uh... (laughs) <laughs> and like Saul's like, oh, one advantage is you get a, as many free uh, wraps as you want, guys. You can uh, get stuck into these. So like, then, like Walt goes, ah, oh, they make food. There's going to be health inspectors come in here all the time. We can't do anywhere with this make food. And Saul's like, oh, you guys, just <laughs> you know. And then like he takes them to another factory, and they're like, oh, these machines make chemicals that are going to mix with our chemicals and like the fumes, and it's just going to gonna like ruin the product and stuff and Saul's been like it looks like he's been doing a lot of research to find a good place. takes him to the laser skirmish yeah takes him to the laser skirmish oh, when are they gonna say yes they... to the laser skirmish <laughs> if I was on the team I'd be keen for the laser yeah, skirmish sure. how good would that be <laughs> you make your you make your meth and then you go play a few rounds of laser <laughs> skirmish how would Walt not be into that <laughs> yeah no I love that. I feel like Mike would win He'd be a good player to have on your yeah, team. Yeah. You want Mike on your laser skirmish team. Yeah, are you, I hope next season they do something at the laser skirmish. <laughs> that would be good. I want Maybe the, a final, the final, the final showdown. The, <laughs> <laughs> Walt versus Jesse in a battle of laser skirmish. <laughs> I like it. I bet he takes it to a place where I think pest inspectors work. And they, he says, oh, it's pretty small. You're, never got, you're not going to like this one. And then Walt's like, no, this is perfect. And Walt thinks, we'll do it in the houses. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. It's Walt's idea. Yeah. But sort of Saul led him there. And he, I, he has the hookup. He knows the yeah. guys because yeah. they take copies of the keys and then they rob the places yeah. afterwards after they've done the bug buying. And you better have savoured it because this season's a little Saul light. I love the Saul. I hope it's a very Saul-heavy final season of Breaking Bad. I think perhaps because this was a shorter season, we didn't get to see as many of those side characters. I love Saul. I really like Jesse's friends, Badger and Skinny Pete. Yeah, they popped in for a bit. Badger especially. I think he's just such a funny character. He has an amazing voice. I don't know if that's just how that actor talks or whether he puts it on, but it's just a really funny voice. Skinny Pete playing the piano, him on the guitar as they get the big boxes to move the, 
equipment from the um, mm. the music place. That was a pretty good scene, but I think that was all we got to see of them this season. Did you like this pest inspecting business? I think it was quite clever from Walt and revealed something about yeah. the, the bad nature of Walt, which is just coming out more and more. Mm. I think that's sort of part of what this season was about, like how far down the rabbit hole is Walter White going to go? Yeah. Pretty far. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought, I thought that was pretty exciting too. And just seeing them watching TV on other people's TVs while the <laughs> meth's cooking and things, yeah. So that's working well for them. Hmm. But of course, Walt has some personal issues to deal with. Yes. Skylar's still in the show. Yeah. She's basically trying to have as little to do with Walt as possible. She's almost afraid of him, afraid of the effect that he's having on the kids. Yeah. She wants to get... The kids out of the house. Yes. Now, you are not a big fan of Skylar. A problem I have with Skylar is... I think she's hypocritical in a way. Mm-hmm. I think her flip-flopping is just a bit annoying. Yeah. Like, she would get upset for Walt in the early seasons over things that I didn't think were fair. And then it's revealed that he is, you know, making drugs, which is reasonable to get upset at. Mm. And she throws a big hissy fit. But then she wants to be part of it with the car wash and stuff. And it's like, are you okay with this or not? Like, yeah. are you in or are you out? And I guess I just don't buy the things that she does. And when she does them, even if they make sense, I just don't think the character goes about it in an entertaining way that yeah. I like watching mm-hmm. in a TV show. Yeah. So in terms of getting the kids out of the house, I think if she's at the point where I just don't want to have anything to do with Walt anymore, this whole thing is bad, I need to get them away, I guess that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, and she has this scene where she tells him, I'm just waiting for you to die. I like that scene because she was saying how she's going to do this and that to get the kids in a way, and Walt just had an answer for everything. It's yeah. like, you do that, I'll do this, you do that, this is going to happen. And I was, I just kind of like seeing Skylar getting verbally beaten up like that. Yeah. She's like, you are not smarter than Walter White. You yeah. are not going to out-scheme him. Yeah. And then she, at the end she just goes, well, I'm just waiting. And she's like, for what? For you to die. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yes, that reminded me of the cancer thing. Walt's cancer might come back. Oh my gosh. Skylar. First sort of moral victory for Skylar. Little little win there. It was really weird that scene with Walt. How like he was so like he had an answer everything and he was like had a smarter plan and every plan he had he had to like come back in a thing. But like at the same time, this is your wife. It's not Gus Frank. Yeah. Like, it's not the person you're meant to be competing against. The whole reason he got into this business was for their marriage and for their kids. And now he's just treating her like one of the people he's going up against. And, like, it was actually quite a good scene where she goes, look, I'm not as smart as you. I'm not trying, like, I can't out-scheme you. You're right. But what I think you're doing is still wrong. Like, yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah, I think that reveals something interesting about his character just about how unrealistic and delusional he is at yeah. this point. Mm. Because he does think or at least say that he loves his family, but he does almost treat Skylar as his competition. Yeah. The way he just moves back in and just as if it will be okay if he just acts all smiley and is yeah. and is there. He's like as if Skylar's just going to be okay with that. Yeah. And then when she disagrees with him, he decides to make it this verbal battle. Mm. It's like... What are you? What are you thinking? This is, you're not treating her like a wife you love. Walt at this point just loves the game. I think he's yes. addicted yeah. to the competition. He's playing a game with Mike. He's playing a game with Skylar. He's playing a game with Hank. He's playing a game even with Jesse. So things shift back to the business. Mm. 
And the crew yes. needs methylamine in order to make the drugs. Mm. Apparently, to make meth, you can't just go to the shops and buy all the ingredients. You can't <laughs> just get all the ingredients to meth at the supermarket. <laughs> Bit of sugar, baking yeah. powder. Yeah. It's quite complicated. Methylamine is hard to get your hands on. Mm. And Lydia, character of Lydia, mm. was their hookup, I suppose. Yeah. But things go wrong at that end, and they suspect Lydia of trying to screw them over, and there's a bit of debate whether to kill her or not. Lydia's a bit of a panicker. A panicking Pete, Lydia. Lydia, I understand the point of the character in terms of progressing the story, but man, she's terrible. She's a terrible actress. A lot of screaming, a lot of shrieking... Just calm down. Like, I got anxious just with her being on screen. I guess when Mike keeps threatening to kill you, though, that would make you a little bit anxious. Yeah, she is in a a business that has had a lot of... a quite high body count. <laughs> like, even Gus, who was running the whole operation, wasn't really safe in this business. So... Then she spots the police tracker. And they think she put it on there to end the thing. <laughs> and they almost kill her. <laughs> And then they get a call at the last minute that actually, no, the police did put it on there. They just did such a bad job. (laughs) Luckily, they figure this out in time before they kill her. And she gives them the idea to rob a train. Yeah. This is an awesome idea for any show or movie. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Lydia, you brought something huge to the table here. A robbing a train idea. My favourite film of all time, The Assassination of Jesse James. Do they rob a train? James Gangs. Gang. Rob's Trains. That's what they did. That's what they're famous for. Well, I, I was going to say to you, there's a lot of Jesse James references in this season of Breaking Bad. They mention him twice. I remember Jesse going, why, Jesse James, when she suggested train robbery. When was the second reference? Uh, I think that, that was the second reference. I think the first one was when Mike said to Walt, just because you kill Jesse James doesn't make you Jesse James uh, or yes. something like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So That's even cool. reference to the person who killed Jesse James. Robert Ford. Robert Ford. Mike, he's good with his lines. Yeah. I, I thought of you in that line. <laughs> Jonathan, oh, I'd be loving that. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. So, yeah, robbing a train. Great. Also, a bit of an idea out of Looney Tunes. Like a bit of train <laughs> shenanigans. How do they actually rob the train? Well, they call in Bill Burr, mm-hmm. part of uh, Saul's... A team, yep. To get a truck to stop on these uh, crossroads yep. where the train would be passing through, breaks down. So he gets it to break down there, so the train has to come to a stop. Yeah. Luckily, they've measured it out. The point at which the methylamine is going to be, the carriage that's going to be on on the train, sort of matches up with this place that they can hide under, like a bridge. Yeah, bridge. It's a bridge across. Yeah. So while the train stopped and Bill Burr creates a bit of a distraction, they can hop on, use this, what do you call that, that sort of pumping engine a, device? A tube with like a pump on the end of it. Yeah. It's suck the methylamine out into a barrel that they've dug in hole the ground, yeah. and placed in the ground. They should have just got a hose um, and uh, got yes. someone <laughs> starts sucking on it and then you don't even need the pump system. Yeah, you've got... Uh, Charlie from It's Always Sunny <laughs> <laughs> stealing liquid for you. He could have been part of the, the, get that the kid train from, robbing gang. Get that kid from Friday Night Lights that came to help him out on the on the on the job. Hey, your job's to suck on the hose, and when you get the methylamine in your mouth, spit it out and put the hose back in the in the barrel. 
So did you like this train robbing scene? Did this scene work for you? I thought it was great. Like, this is what's good about Breaking Bad. These, the, they're very dramatic, exciting scenes, but there's always something sort of fun and almost a bit cartoonish about them. Like, oh, we've got the broken down car, and then the thing stops right on the bridge, and then you have the, the scenes where the like train drivers get out and try to help with the car, and the guy's like, oh, no, it's not working, and just like this ridiculous sort of distraction while you got little, uh, you know, Mike hiding in the bushes, and you got the guys with the pipes and, you know, unscrewing things. It's just, like, exciting, funny. Like, it's sort of a bit funny of a scene, too. Like, Yeah, I think this scene was really well-paced. It was really tense. It was really exciting. And I think, yeah, some of the action stuff is a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but I think a show as dark as Breaking Bad yeah. benefits from that. And now, obviously, with all these things, something goes a bit wrong. It doesn't go completely as planned, and then a good Samaritan comes along and offers to help get the truck off the road. I, I just love that bit where the guy's trying to, like, not get the person to help. Like, <laughs> the train drivers who, like, their job, they need to, they're running really behind now. And someone goes, oh, I can help you get it off, and then we can, you know, I'll give you a lift back to town, and we get the thing in, and the guy's like, oh, oh, no, like, I'd hate you to go to trouble. You to scratch your yeah, bumper. Scratch yeah. your bumper. He's like, oh, no, no, this is the non-scratch, like, super bumper. Like, this is be fine. Guy's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. You just made that up. <laughs> what? That wasn't even remotely in the show. You just thought that would be a good line. You just, you just want, you want to rewrite lines episodes of Breaking Bad. Well, that's not exactly what he said, but he didn't say, no, it'll be fine, like the bump boy scratch yeah. or something. And the guy's like, oh, well, no, nah, it still seems like a lot of trouble. Like, And the other, the train driver's like, just get off the, like, the tracks. What do you, you want to be here on the tracks? He's like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Like Mike's like, guys, you've got to end this now. And Walt's like, no, we have to get the 1,000 gallons. <laughs> the 900 gallons is not enough. I hated that, but in retrospect, I think it worked in the episode. Yeah. He's like, Walt, you idiot, you stupid guy, no one would ever do this. Why, why, why? <laughs> yeah. And then they just get out of yeah, time. Yeah, and you're like, good. oh, yes. And they got a 1,000. <laughs> So it's all good. Everything's happy. Everyone's celebrating, high-fiving, jumping up and down. They got it. They robbed a train. But then they turn around. The kid from the start of the episode, riding his dirt bike around in the desert, saw them. Stops. Gives them a wave. And they look at the kid. And I thought that was where the episode was going to end. I'd be like, oh, oh, what a great episode ending. What are they going to do? A kid's seen them. Like, does the kid know what they've done? Are they just going to be able to let him go? Or are they going to have to kidnap the kid? Like, what a great end to an episode. I thought we may have been having an episode where they had to look after this kid for an episode. And you have, like, Mike, Saul, Walt, and Jesse having to look after some kid. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a fun episode. I think that would be crossing the line from drama with some dark comedic bits to just a very sitcom thing to happen. Four men and a kid. (laughs) But then... Blam! Whoa. Todd! Todd pulls out a gun and shoots the kid! I've got my hands on my my head. head. Oh my god. Uh, And there's no doubt about it, the kid is dead. Oh man, they killed the kid. Yeah, it's not like one of these things where, oh, we'll see next week whether he survived the shooting. No, he was dead. (laughs) And I guess the next episode opens with a big debate over whether that was the right thing to do and what do they do 
with Todd, who they've just brought in. This is Todd's first outing with the group. First time he'd been invited along <laughs> on one of their crazy schemes. He's one for one in shooting kids <laughs> on their crazy scheme adventures. <laughs> so they discuss what they should have done, but they don't get to have the discussion for real because Todd just shot the kid instantly. Mm. What would we have done? What would we have done yeah, in that situation? Okay. Yeah. I think you just let the kid go. Like, what's the... I, don't, I didn't really think there was that big a risk of letting the kid go. Yeah, here's the thing. You have to make the decision quickly because I think if you try and get the kid and kidnap the kid and then decide what to do, the kid's going to be like, hey, these guys kidnapped me. Yeah. And that's the same as leaving witnesses. I think you just act like you've done nothing wrong. You wave back at the kid and he rides off and you're fine. It seemed like the kid was not afraid. He didn't think anything bad was going on because, you know, he waved at them. There was nothing obviously sinister going down. Sort of three guys in the desert in overalls with pipes and pumps and things. I'm assuming stuff like that does happen sometimes near bridges and things. You get construction workers in or contractors to do some work. Now, I'm relatively ignorant, but hopefully not more so ignorant than a 10-year-old child yeah. And I would have just thought, oh, oh just some workers working on pipes and the two old men or whatever. And a, yeah. yeah, two old men and a young kid. <laughs> yeah. Because we knew, because of how they set it up, there was going to be no investigation about where the methylamine went. They stole an amount that was so small from the whole train that they would have noticed the inconsistency, but they would have just blamed China. Yeah, China watered it, it down, watered down at 10%. Oh, well, it'll still work fine. <laughs> so no one was going to be doing any sort of, when did this methylamine go missing? Um, so there would have been no questioning of anyone. No one going around, oh, we know this bridge. There was this methylamine robbery. We've got to talk to all the kids that were on their bikes that day <laughs> riding around. And so, wait, maybe the kid would have gone home and said, oh, mom, dad, I saw these three guys who were robbing a train with a pipe and the thing. And like, what are the parents going to do? Oh, oh, they're probably just doing some work on the Heisenberg. track. Heisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, call the police. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Be like they were relatively safe. Yeah. That would not happen. <laughs> this sounds like the work of <laughs> notorious city villain Heisenberg. He's at it again. <laughs> so now the discussion okay. is what to do with Todd. Yeah. Todd's made a call that, at least to me and Jonathan, was questionable. Jesse is particularly upset yeah, with this. Jesse's livid. Jesse's a good kid. He, well... He's a meth dealer and stuff. But as far as meth dealers go, he's got a good heart and he doesn't want kids to get shot. So Walt tries to break it down for him. He says, we either kill Todd, Mm -hmm. we either kick him out of the crew, or we just say, bygones be bygones and just move on. Mm. And maybe keep an eye on him, sort of thing. Now he suggests killing Todd and everyone's just like, oh, we can't do that. Well... You've murdered quite a few people. You killed Gus. Yeah. Like, you ran over those gangsters. You're poisoning kids. Like you, You've <laughs> killed people in Breaking Bad that haven't murdered kids. So yeah. maybe kid murdering should be in your... Like, I'm against capital punishment. I don't believe in capital <laughs> punishment. But maybe it seems like, to some degree, I think kid murdering should be up there with the <laughs> things you'd be prepared to kill for. And if you kick him out, that might annoy Todd... And Todd doesn't look like the most dangerous guy, but apparently he is somewhat connected. Yeah, he didn't mention he had someone in prison and stuff. Yeah. 
that's a bad option because it leaves another loose end. And I think this group has enough loose ends they need to worry about. So they go with the third option of keeping Todd around, which Jesse is pretty upset with. He could have argued otherwise by going into the other room and shooting Todd in the face. He does punch Todd in the face. Yeah. Got a little bit of the anger out. Yeah. But he doesn't murder him, no. No. And I don't think, if he'd wanted to do that, I don't think Mike or Walt would have had many consequences for Jesse if he chose to do that. Because they would have had the same three options for Jesse, (laughs) and they probably would have again gone with the third one. (laughs) So that's tough to deal with mentally, but in terms of business operations, things are back on track. Mm. Or so it would seem. Because Hank is hot on the trails of Mike. Yeah. He was the one that caught on to Gus in last season, and now he just won't stop following Mike. He's got people tailing him, he's looking things up, he's trying to catch Mike. Which is actually a good move, Hanks, because Mike is quite involved in the drug business still, (laughs) so this is not a bad lead. And we know this because Walt bugged Hanks' office. Yeah. He went in there crying over Skylar and... When he goes out to get a coffee, puts a little uh, listening device in the, the photo frame and a thing in the computer. Yeah. And so Mike decides, enough's enough, I want out. Yeah. These people are following me, we've made money, it's time, to, we've got the methylamine, I think it's time to get out. Yeah. So he comes up with this idea to sell the methylamine, and apparently they got quite a large amount of it because it would be $15 million split three ways. If they successfully sell this, yeah. it's five mil each to Walt, Mike, and Jesse. Yeah, that's good. So you think that sounds like a pretty good... Pretty good deal, $5 million? Yeah. But Walt doesn't go for it. This is a pretty big point in the season. This is trying to say something about Walt. Yes. That he did this for his family initially. He needed to raise, I think it was about $700,000 in yeah. order to pay for his, their estimated expenses. Yeah. He now has the ability to walk away with five mil, mm. and he turns it down. He does not use crystal meth, but he is an addict to making it. <laughs> it seems like. And Jesse, he's fine with taking the money. I think he's a bit over it. He was pretty harshly affected by the kid dying. Kid dying yeah. He says to Walt, are we in the meth business or are we in the money-making business? Yeah. And then later on, Walt has him over to his house and he tells a story about how he lost out on the opportunity to make billions from this um, little group he started up coming out of college. Yeah. And so he says to him that he never wants that to happen again. You ask me that question, I'm in neither. I'm in the empire business. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, Walter White, Uh, he's the new Scarface. He doesn't just want to make a few bucks. Like, he wants to be the man. Yeah. Mm. Running this meth empire. Yeah. And I think he does say later when Jesse wants out of it too, he's like, sort of like, but you're the best at this. You and me are the two best. You're going to pass up being the best at something. Mm. Yeah, he's pretty keen. Walt to keep the business going. Like, I would have been surprised if Walt had taken the $5 million. Yeah, I think we've got a pretty clear progression of yeah. Walter White's character this season. And yeah. I totally believe why Jesse wanted out, and I totally believe mm. why Walter White would want to yeah. keep him around. Yes. And I, it was a pretty harsh scene where Walt loses it at Jesse, mm. saying, well, if you want out, you can't have your money because you're just... You'll just become a drug addict again. You can wander off and be a loser and never... I was like, you know, you've been friends with this guy. You've been through a lot of trials and tribulations with this person Mm. for some time. And you've just ripped him. Yeah. And Jesse Jesse walked away. I think 
in previous seasons, we would have sort of seen Jesse get upset and react, but this time he just kind of kept cool and said, no, I'm just going to walk away. Well, this world guy is just a crazy old man. I really like Jesse. I think Jesse's probably yeah. the most likable character. Aside from Saul Goodman, I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this season was a little Jesse light yeah. as well. Hank, Hank's pretty likable too. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But yeah. I guess out of the people in the meth business, the, the business, yeah. quote unquote bad guys, I think Jesse has the best heart. Yeah, I think he's got a good heart, that kid. So even though Walt doesn't want to sell the meth, mm-hmm. Mike decides to try to do it anyway. Yes. He goes, I want my money. You can't tell me what to do. I'm going to tie you to this radiator, mm-hmm. my little wiry, handcuffy type thing. Yeah. And the deal's going down. We, yeah. You're going to get your money anyway. You're going to get your five mil, but I need mine. You go spend that five mil on another thing of methylamine if you want to and uh, yeah, start making drugs in your basement again. But really all this does is create the opportunity for another MacGyver moment. Yeah, this was a bad bad move from uh, Mike, leaving Walter White near the methylamine, tied up only by one wrist as well. Yeah, tying people to radiators, it never works. Yeah, this is Looney Tunes 101. (laughs) And I like that scene how Walt's looking at the coffee pot and you think maybe he can smash that and cut the thing, but then that goes wrong. And then he has the idea to strip the wire and uh, spike the things together and melt it. Basically, he had to burn his own wrist in order to get it off, Mm. uh, which showed the determination of Walt, but he was able to do it, Mm. get free, and, um, yeah, poor Mike should have seen that coming. Gets free and steals the methylamine. Yeah, somehow is able to transport 1,000 gallons of methylamine on (laughs) short notice (laughs) with just the car he drove down there in. (laughs) So when Mike finds this out, he's livid. He wants to kill Walt. But he can't. Walt knows where the methylamine is. And Jesse convinces him to let Walt tell him his plan. Yeah. So that they can keep the methylamine and make him more money. It sounds like a good plan, because according to Walter White, in this plan, everybody wins. (laughs) That sounds like a good deal to me. (laughs) And as you know... In Breaking Bad, when Walter White says, everyone will win, it will all be okay... (laughs) That's what happens. Well, he takes the proposition to the people that Mike wanted to sell the methylamine to. Mm. Basically, I'm the king. I make the meth. I've got the best product. I want to use your distribution channel in order to sell the drugs. Mm. They're like, look, pal, we don't need you. We've got our own cook. He goes, I'm the best. Like, you've got some cheap, off-brown, dirty cola. Yeah. me, I'm the real McCoy. I'm the real Coca-Cola. Yeah. And he says, well, if we get rid of Coca-Cola, it doesn't matter. Our product's the only option on the market. And Walt goes, do you really want to live in a world without Coke? I don't know why the guy didn't say, well, look, I'm not using the stuff. I don't really care what. (laughs) I just believe if I get the money easier, then yeah. It was a pretty sick line, nonetheless. Oh, it was, it was. (laughs) But what brings him around is... What reveals to him, I'm Heisenberg. I'm the guy that was able to take down Gus Fring. Yeah. Not only am I Coca-Cola, yeah. but I'm the top dog. Yeah. Then like a bus of school children <laughs> drives up. They have to decide what to do with them. <laughs> <laughs> Todd just pops out from the food with the machine gun. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Not again, Todd. Come on, man. <laughs> It was just four, it was just six of us out in the desert talking about drug deals and murdering Gus Frank. 
But luckily that didn't happen. No. And it seems they agreed to the deal. Mm. So once again, as it seems like everything is going well for the business, Hank has to poke his nose into things. Hank's been told, stop following this Mike guy. We got Gus. That's a good news story. We've, like, we've done a pretty good job making headway. Stop complaining about the little minor details, Hank. You've got more cases than this. You're just wasting precious resources. And he goes, okay. <laughs> and then he goes, hey, they said uh, we had to stop following Mike, but we don't have to stop following Mike's lawyer. Which sounds to me like Hank would get fired if this did not go well. <laughs> like, he's just, it's pretty much still investing the same resources on Mike. Yeah, I don't think you can have a cop on a TV show that isn't being a maverick. Yes. That isn't breaking <laughs> all the rules in the rule book. Yeah, okay. So maybe he wouldn't have lost his job. It's like, cop on a TV show, man. I had to break the rules. (laughs) So, luckily, because it's not Saul Goodman, who wouldn't be so stupid to get caught by police. This guy's, like, caught instantly. Just the next day, he, like, rocks up and... He's making the money drop-offs. Yeah. uh... To those witnesses. Yeah. Doesn't notice that the lady that he's normally sort of flirts with at the bank has a bit of a different demeanour this time. I think that would have tipped off a Saul Goodman. He would have gotten back in his car and gone back home. But no, so this guy starts doing the drop-off. The police just come in straight away and arrest him. Also, that's a bit of a worry because that was their means of paying off the nine witnesses. And now they do have a case against Mike because the lawyer's going to flip on Mike. Yeah, does Walt know this from overhearing? Yep, he was having another one of his crying sessions in Hank's office to get some info and to take the bug back, I think. Yeah. Tying up that loose end, I guess, making sure that never gets found. Um, and he overhears that, we got the lawyer, he's going to rap on Mike. And they're like, oh, great. So Walt gives Mike the heads up, and Mike wants to leave the country. So unfortunately for Mike, he has to leave his granddaughter, which it seems he's very fond of, but it seems like he's going to be able to get away. He just needs this bag that he stashed at the airport. He needs someone to bring it to him. And he thinks Saul could be the person Saul says, uh, no way, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I've gone and represented you for the police before. They have definitely got me tailed and bugged and everything. Walt ends up going. This was never going to end well. This season has been so Mike heavy, there is no way that Mike won't die this season. (laughs) But I liked Mike, and I I was really hoping that wouldn't happen. Hmm. And Walt gets there, goes to make the drop, and he says, give me the names. Because he doesn't trust these guys not to roll. But Mike, he likes these guys. These were his guys. And so he just goes, no, I'm not going to give it to you. Look, I'm getting out. It's time for you to get out. Yeah, you can get out too. You can make a run. (laughs) <laughs> and Mike checks the bag, which uh, Walt has brought to him, and the gun's missing. Yeah. And Walt, in this rage, just unreasonable rage. Basically, yeah. it was all about ego. The it fact was. that he wanted these names from Mike, Mike wouldn't give it to him, so he just lost it. And it wasn't just that. Mike went on a big rant about how unreasonable Walt is, and just, like, handed it to Walt on a platter. Like, he just said... I think all of it was true. It all is true? But maybe since Walt is not the most stable individual, it wasn't the smartest thing to say to him. So I thought this might escalate to an argument in which they fired and someone ends up getting killed. But no. Mike just gets in the car, and Walt walks up to the car, and bang! Shoots him! Shoots him, yeah. Mike's able to put his foot to the pedal and drive off a bit, but 
is in a pretty bad way and stops and runs down into sort of a little hilly, meadowy thing towards a lake. Sits on a rock. Walt catches up with him and they both know the score. They both know that that Mike's going to die. I love what Walt says to Mike when he gets down there. It's like, oh, I could have just asked Lydia for the names. It was pretty much <laughs> the worst thing you could possibly do. It's like Mike has been such a good business partner. He just wanted out. Everything he just yelled at you was true. You shot him in just such an unreasonable act over these names that you could have got from someone else. And just as Mike wants to die in peace, he just goes, he just goes shut up, let me die in peace. Yeah. He's like, oh man, I'm so sorry. I could have got the names from Lydia. <laughs> Like, what a terrible guy Walter White is. I thought that maybe Walt didn't know that Lydia had those names. But no, he did. He just forgot it. I saw this great clip on YouTube where they play the last 30 seconds of that episode completely unedited, just as is. Yeah. And as it gets to the end, it just plays the Kirby enthusiasm. Bum, 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 dun, 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 dun. <laughs> The very typical, just of that all oh, ridiculous, embarrassing end to a curve episode. Walter White, you terrible person. Yeah. How Larry David. So this is how the penultimate episode ends. Yeah. We just have one episode more in this season to to deal with this fallout. Yeah. So it actually seems like perhaps the first time Walt might be a bit broken up over someone's death. He seems a bit zombie-like at the start of the episode. Mm. Todd tries to talk to him. He's a bit spaced out. They've got Mike's dead body in the trunk and Jesse rocks up. Mm. So they quickly close the boot and try to uh, move Jesse away from that. <laughs> Here, come through to this room, Jesse. We've got some uh, food out. And uh, Don't look in the boot, whatever you do. <laughs> We've got your surprise birthday present in there. We'd hate to ruin it. And it seems like Walt's pressing issue for this episode is dealing with those nine guys. Yeah. They're still going to roll in prison because they're not getting paid anymore. Luckily, little Todd, uh, they didn't kill him. They've still got that connection with the prison guy. So Walt goes to these guys, tells them what he wants. They have a bit of a discussion. And then there's a very strange montage set set to some kind of jazzy music. There's a lot of montages in this season of Breaking Bad. A lot of montages in this episode alone. Yeah. (laughs) But basically, they set up these murders. All nine guys get killed. Pretty brutal Murders, too. They show some pretty violent... Yes, especially the stabbings. Stabbings in this, and it's set to this sort of cheery jazz. It's a bit awkward. (laughs) The people getting murdered aren't hearing the jazz. So everything's fine for the business to go ahead, especially because Lydia, who gave Walt the nine names, has suggested this branching out of the Empire to the Czech Republic. Mm. Apparently, the Czechs love meth. Yeah. Sure, the Czech Republic uh, government loved that uh, information. Yeah, if you're listening to us in the Czech Republic, let us know your thoughts. Yeah, is this true? Do you feel offended by Breaking Bad? And this seems to work out because... And the pacing this episode was very strange in terms of what length of time this episode spans. It's a little unclear because the whole first four seasons of Breaking Bad occurred in less than one year. Yes. Because we had Walt's birthday this year, his first... Yeah, it starts off with his 50th, he turns 51 this season. Mm. There seem to be a few months go by, they seem to be able to rack up a lot of 
I think money. they referred to at one point it being three months. There's three only been yeah. three months or something. So it seems like that they did another montage yeah. of pre- making the drugs. And I actually not always a fan of just going to the montage. But I thought this one was a pretty good one. It was a good song that fit well. It was, and it showed all the different elements of the business. It showed the uh, Walt and Todd making the drugs. It showed um, Skylar taking the money in the soda can, it was in soda cans delivered. Yeah. It showed Saul transferring some of that money across. Like it showed all the different players and members of the team, and and it showed Lydia getting the the drugs on the plane and in the barrels and things. So over a three months period. And it showed you the different elements of the business. And you saw a bit of Saul, a bit of Skylar, a bit of Lydia, and a bit of Walton. And so this time goes by, and then we have a scene with Skylar saying, mm. Walt, come with me. You would have loved this. <laughs> so if we're back with Skylar, my favourite character. <laughs> and she takes Walt to this warehouse, sort of a lockup. It's like a storage uh, yeah, place. Yeah, like Miller's. Sto- like a renter room. Yeah, renter room. Locker. So it's like a warehouse full of garages. And they open it up. Pull off the sheet, and there is a stack of money, maybe about three meters wide, three meters long, meter and a bit high, of just notes of cash. And she, in a fair amount of detail, explains that she isn't able to count. <laughs> she could have just said, "There is so much, I just lost count. I'm not able to count it." But she takes a good two minutes to explain. All the ways in which she can't count it. <laughs> yes. Time's never wasted with Skylar on the screen. <laughs> the amount of time she spends explaining how she couldn't count it and all the different things she, like, figured out. She could have probably counted it, like, <laughs> as soon as she does have a bit of time. Like, there surely was a way to count that money. And I thought Walt would have been happy with this. That she, couldn't, that she couldn't count the money. This is the one thing you have to do, launder money and you can't count it. I'm stoked, Skylar. <laughs> No, obviously, oh. I mean the amount of money that's there. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Because we don't know, but we probably assume this is over $100 million. I thought what would have been happy with this, saying, yes, I have created my empire. Yeah. When I said to Jesse, why do you want to make $5 million when you can make $100 million? I've made my $100 million. But he seems a little indifferent. Yeah. Or a little bit, what's next? Yeah, maybe money isn't the key to happiness. So Walt comes home and says to Skylar, I'm out. Why do you think that is? Do you think getting the money wasn't as satisfying? Do you think killing Mike affected Walt badly? Well, we seem to take a scan, too, at some point, don't we? Which, I don't know if... Ah, uh, yes, there's a little little mm-hmm. hint of the old cancer. Just reminding us that that's still a thing, but... Yeah. Yeah, there's not any dialogue some... around that. We don't know what's yeah, going on. So maybe, a scan. maybe there was some result from that scan yeah. that's triggered something um like maybe skylar got to him when she said look this is what you wanted and maybe he's realized well i can't keep on doing this forever she's sort of right i do need to move on with my life maybe yeah i guess it made sense i just thought and i don't know if this is a result of there only being eight episodes this season but it seemed a bit rushed Mm. i mean just like an episode ago he was saying i'm in the empire business and now he's out yeah. Like, it all happened a bit quickly. So it seems like when he gets out, his family life is okay. Just kind of cuts to yeah. Walt, Skyler, yeah. Hank Marie, all chilling Junior, out. and uh, 
And the baby just and chilling, the baby out. Just chilling out. out. Skylar doesn't look completely upset either. She looks a little somewhat content, or at least the most content I've seen her This in a while. is my problem with Skylar. Yeah. It's like you get so upset over these things. You just go around, you screw Ted, and you make all these big hysterics. And then it's like, oh, but I'll work in the car. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate you. I need to get the kids away from you. I'm just waiting for you to die. Oh, you're out. Let's have dinner with the family. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she, I just don't buy Skylar. Yeah. Walt also goes and visits Jesse. Yeah, a bit of an afterthought, the Jesse's character, I think, this season. He doesn't yeah. really have his own story. It's just... I don't think Aaron Paul's going to win an Emmy next year. Like, I don't think there's a great episode for him this season. Maybe the train episode? Other than yeah, that. Maybe the one after the train where he's upset about the kid, maybe. Yeah, so he's a bit of an afterthought. Walt goes and visits him, and that's sort of a nice scene. I didn't like it. It was really unsatisfying. They basically just rehashed some old some old times, memories. memories. Yeah, they I found a few, a few of their favorite moments. It's like sort of almost if you get the direct uh, the DVD and a special features like just Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston talking about their favorite scenes of the show. I found it very disingenuous. I didn't find it satisfying at all. I didn't think they repaired the relationship. Yeah, and I thought it was quite long and boring. The pacing in the second half of this episode was just. What is going on? Yeah. It's like all this action to montages over months and then just slow dialogue of counting money. Awkward small talk. And so Walt leaves and. And I don't think Jesse's very satisfied with that either. (laughs) That whole thing. Yeah, he might have been satisfied with the money he got left. Yes. (laughs) He didn't react with a smile, but I think over time he'd be like, yeah, I'm glad he did drop off several million dollars at my house that time. That made that boring, awkward conversation with him for ten minutes worth it. (laughs) (laughs) That I got millions of dollars. (laughs) So we have this scene with Jesse and we have the family scene at the house. Everything's hunky-dory. And I'm thinking, man, this finale sucked. I was thinking there's got to be a twist here. There's got to be something at the end that is a jaw-dropping moment. Yeah, I knew something was coming, but I was like, no matter what it is, could it really be that good a twist with, like, a minute to go? Yeah. We have Hank. He goes to the toilet. He's looking for some reading material. <laughs> he's, he's, he's in for the long haul, Hank, it's, uh, from this toilet session. Some magazine. Classic Hank thing yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what books he's got. And one of the books he picks up is a poetry book. Ah. Oh. Poetry of Walt Whitman. Mm. And inside is a little note written by the person that gave the book to Walt. And it says something like, To my other WW, you're an inspiration. I love working with you, GB. Yes. Gail's initials. And Hank has read Gail's notebook. So he knows Gail's handwriting. He knows who Gail is. He knows that he likes this WW. Yeah. Which he's been referring to. And he asked Walt about, because it shows us yeah. this scene, this yes. little flashback of Hank saying to Walter White, who could this WW be? Woodrow Wilson? Could it be Walter White? Yeah. <laughs> and Walt goes back to Hank and says, there's this poet, Walt Whitman. That's who your WW is. You know, get, <laughs> divert the attention away from me. Yeah. Mm. And now Hank sees this, the poetry of Walt Whitman, to my other WW, Walter White. It's in Walt's house. Yeah. Hank knows that Gail knew Walter White. And worked with him. And he's Heisenberg. Yes. 
And that's what we were waiting for. The Hank, finale. Hank, what was the Hank was ending? left hanging, and we were left hanging at the, <laughs> end of, the end of the season. Yeah, wow. Well, what did you, you think of this cliffhanger? Well, I think it's good that Hank's cracked the case, and probably a fun thing for the last season to be Hank knowing that Walter White's Heisenberg and seeing how he deals with that. I'm very interested to see how that pans out. I think this was a great development. We've had Hank sort of hot on the heels of the Heisenberg for a, a few seasons, and I guess we were like, when or if or w- will he ever mm. work out that Heisenberg is Walter White? Mm. How, he, how he reacts to that is going to be amazing, and whether he's able to take him down will be really interesting. Yeah. In terms of how he found it out, I thought it was a little weird, a little random. Yeah. Because Hank's a pretty good character. I've liked some of the detective work he's done yeah. on the show. Mm. And for him to find it out through chance like this, I thought was just a bit... But I guess that's the nature of Breaking Bad. And it was sort of cool how it's something from like a couple of seasons ago that's come back. That's what Breaking Bad's quite good at. Like little things that you think are little things or little scenes at the time end up becoming really important moments. So that's how the season ends. Obviously, we want to see what Hank does. What other things are we expecting from the rest of season five? Well, it'll be interesting to see what the focus is of the last season. Is it a Hank versus Walt season now? Is that what we're looking at? Because I thought it was going to be Walt versus Jesse. Yeah, we thought we'd see a Walt Jesse showdown. Is what and we it still could be because I think it still could. Jesse still hasn't figured out that Walt poisoned. The kid. He's got to figure that out at some point. And he doesn't know that he's killed Mike. Yes. And Jesse has to find those two things out, right? Breaking Bad yeah. would not leave <laughs> those hanging. I'm hoping we don't see as much as Skylar. <laughs> I just think the... And not just because I don't like Skylar or... Like, because I guess part of me does think from the beginning it was about his family. It would be good. But I just think the Hank stuff and the Jesse stuff is so much more interesting. Like, that's what I want to be spending the last eight episodes on. What I thought could have happened this season was that Walt would kill Skylar with the rice and cigarette. Because we had all that stuff about Skylar getting back into smoking all the time, and they made such a big deal about that. I thought he he was going to use the rice and cigarette. But he still has that. So that can be used on someone. Yes. I'd be very surprised if they just never address the ricin again. <laughs> yes. Because they've been talking about this ricin for, like, three seasons now. Like, when yeah. are we going to kill someone with ricin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe Walt accidentally <laughs> drops some ricin in his drink, or, like, he puts it in someone else's drink and they get mixed up, and he, like, drinks <laughs> the ricin. We saw, I guess this is a good point to go, let's go back to the very opening scene of this season. Because this was very interesting. It took place in the future. It was on Walt's 52nd, 52nd birthday. birthday, yeah. And he's at a diner. He gets his bacon and eggs and makes the 52 out of the bacon, which Skylar usually does for him. Then he goes to his car and there's heaps of guns in the back. Yeah, that's how we open this season. The whole season you're thinking, how do we get there? I am no closer to knowing how we get there in any way whatsoever. There's nothing that has happened in the first half of season five gives me any more clues as to how we get there. Yeah. It would be sort of cool if the last season had everyone gunning for Walt. Like, Walt on his own, Jesse wants to kill him and is trying to kill him. 
Hank is trying to arrest him and the police are going for him. Like, it's just all the sharks close in <laughs> on Walt. Don't think that'd be a cool way to end the show? Yeah, I think that'd be pretty entertaining. And I think it'd be what Walt deserves as well. Yeah, no, I would agree with that too. Let's get to our screen verdict. I think the season opened really strongly with the Magnets episode, getting Mike on board, a bit of Saw with the tent. So I really liked the first few episodes. Then we had some stuff with Skylar that I was less interested in. Then the train robbery was awesome. Had some things going on with the, the, the methylamine and dealing with the people in prison and Mike. And I thought, yeah, this is pretty good, but the pacing is a little bit off now. I wish there was some more Jesse Moore side character things going on. Then the last episode was just all over the place. I didn't really enjoy the last episode, and I thought, man, there better be a really good payoff, some awesome way to end the episode. And I think Hank finding the poetry book and realising that Walt is Heisenberg was good, but it didn't blow me away. It wasn't that jaw-dropping, awesome Breaking Bad finale that I know they're capable of. So I think this was a really strong season of Breaking Bad, but there were just one or two issues that prevented it from being as good as it could have been. I'm going to give Season 5A of Breaking Bad 8.5 out of 10. Okay. Breaking Bad Season uh, 5, I thought was pretty pretty good. I just thought there were some great moments. The magnets, the train robbery, Saul uh, shopping around businesses to them and seeing the laser tag uh, make a good comeback. The Skylar Walt stuff wasn't, I guess, the worst Skylar stuff we've ever seen on the show. I think it probably was a strong season for Skylar. But still, I found it a little boring. Yeah, and just a few, the pacing the last episode I sort of agree with you on. I think it's a very strong season. Perhaps it doesn't have, I think there's some great moments, but I don't like, really remember like, there's the great Brian Cranston moment or the great Jesse moment or anything like that. I think it was more, some just great team moments this season, which is good. I'll give it an eight and a half out of ten as well. So now quickly on to housekeeping. Housekeeping, and you've told me you've got a housekeeping thing. I don't know what it is. What is a housekeeping? You can find the podcast on the uh, directory Blueberry uh, because we received a comment from someone on Blueberry. Blueberry. Okay, fantastic. On our previous Breaking Bad podcast. I thought it would be appropriate to read it out on this one. Thanks, Blueberry listeners. It's from username Sick. They're perhaps not fully sick, just regular sick. Yeah. And their comment is... Just wow at your take on fly. I'm guessing you have no understanding of what a symbol is. Pathetic. Please stop watching the show. If you're only in it for action, you're watching the wrong show. (laughs) For those that are wondering, I went off in our last podcast about the episode The Fly. There's an episode where Walt is just obsessed with finding this fly, and the whole episode revolves around that and some dialogue with Jesse, and I hated it. I said it was one of the worst things I'd ever watched. This is an extremely divisive episode of The Fly. It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> it wasn't. The, it wasn't a great it's, Breaking it's Bad episode. Completely divisive, except for Matt, who thinks it's okay. I enjoyed parts of it. I hated it, okay. and sick. Thought it was pretty good. So perhaps I'll rewatch it. Probably not because it's my least favorite thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I hope Sick still listens to the podcast because just give different opinions uh, doesn't mean. You shouldn't listen to us. <laughs> so, uh, but Blueberry is a great way to listen to our podcast, but other great ways is you can like us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Screen Verdict Podcast. In some ways, the best way to get a podcast is subscribing on iTunes because then that can automatically download you the episodes onto your iDevice. 
So that's the podcast. There's our thoughts yeah. on Breaking Bad. Next week, more TV. The Emmy Awards are coming up. So we're going to be talking all about all the contenders, including Breaking Bad. Also, Homeland, which the fans love. The Screen Verdict fans are loving the Homeland podcast. Yeah, let's see if one of those can beat that rubbish madman. <laughs> or Game of Thrones as well, which is another one of our most popular podcasts. So, very exciting. Look forward to that. Yep. And we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye.